You ready? Let's do it! <laughs> you gonna, I thought you were sneezing. You gotta remember, I just looked at the ACDC, so I've got my... You got your 80s, 90s rock voice ready to go? There you go. David, that is amazing. <laughs> David, welcome to the intro podcast. I am leaving all oh, of that man. in. It is in. You can leave it. <laughs> Sorry for other people's ears, though. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll adjust for that. Um, how are things? It's sunny out today. It's sunny it's a out. new month. It's a new month. We we closed out uh, the month strong. Uh, family's healthy. That's great. Those are all great things. Well, you know, you mentioned uh, you ended the month well. And so I'm curious, <laughs> you are, uh, as sales and marketing uh, coordinator at River Run, what does that mean? Yeah. What does it mean? What does the job mean? What do you do? And, um, and uh, why is, you know, ending the month well a good thing? Kind of what I do is make, make your life better when it comes to your business tech. Um, uh -huh. The focus being on three things, the health, the security, and how your people use technology. And I guess more specifically as a sales and marketing coordinator at River Run goes, um, just, just bring the energy and attention, kind of being the hype man to what's new going on in tech, neat things that companies in the area are doing, and then connecting the right people when it makes sense for business. And so how do you do that? Phone calls, texts, emails, LinkedIn, all of the above? Yeah, so I guess the, how I could say the month closed up well from the sales side of things would be uh, one of my roles I had mentioned is, you know, connecting the right people when it makes sense for new business. Mm -hmm. So that includes coordinating uh, first appointments for our sales guys, calling on businesses, seeing if it makes sense to even have an open conversation uh, when it comes to their, their technology. I, I rarely call when there's an immediate need, so I totally get that. Uh -huh. um, but, you know, if, if I'm talking to someone and maybe they've got something on their wish list or... You know, if they had a, a magic wand that they wanted to tackle something uh, when it comes to tech, you know, I don't always have the answer, but I can just, you know, try and point them in the right direction. Got it. And and uh, help them when it makes sense. So you're early in your career, you would say, right? Yeah, I would say I'm pretty green in my career. I graduated from college a little over five years ago. We've known each other for a little bit and um, I, and met through what you do today and was so intrigued by just your po the positive nature of your personality that <laughs> Thank um, you. so it, it really got me wondering like what what in the world was your first job and how did you get it? My first professional job or first job ever because I, I was a, a golf caddy at a, <laughs> at a country club I when I was that. 13. Yeah, there you go. So I, you know, I, I had to go to, I, it was at North Hills Country Club and I had to go to the, um, the administration office because I was 13 and I had to get like a special form or whatever to allow me to work. I don't know. It was like a max of six hours a week or eight hours a week, well, you know, whatever, because they don't want child labor, but you know, right, I, right, right, that was right. my first job. And at 13, it wasn't bad. You know, I biked to work. It was, you know, close enough nearby. It taught me the value of a dollar um, early on and and patience. There were days where you'd go and you didn't know if, you, you know, if anyone wanted the caddy. There were afternoons where I'd sit there for two, three, four hours and like no one came. 
uh-huh. and no one wanted one. So you just go home. But you know, if you learn that at that age, a lot of the stuff that happens later in your career, it just it puts things in perspective. I sure. So maybe that's where the positivity comes from. But yeah, my first job was a caddy. I did that for four summers. Um, it's been forever. But really, professionally, my first job was at a local office equipment firm. It seems as, as an account exec. Yeah, I can they see told that. Me, they told me to present a PowerPoint. How I landed the job, it was kind of crazy. They wanted me to present a PowerPoint, uh, the difference between traditional and cloud technology. Uh-huh. And I had no previous experience at all in, in technology. But, you know, I studied up for like a week and I practiced. It was only eight slides, I think. And at the end of it, the hiring manager asked one of the subject matter experts to come over and, and he asked me to represent to their te- like subject matter expert. And so, I, so, you know, it's weird, but it's like immediately right after. So you put, you've put a, at this point, you've put a week into it and this person probably has put an entire career and they're putting you on the spot. On the spot, I had to represent with, so the hiring manager was in on the first one. I, he didn't give me any feedback, so I didn't know if I bombed or if it was good. But he, he like he, he just said, "Hold on a minute." Went out, brought back a subject matter expert, and he his face. He, he had a really good poker face because he didn't smile, so making me think like, "Oh, this was good." And he didn't seem upset. He just said, "Like, go again, basically." And so I I did the presentation again, and. After I was done, before anything was said, the hiring manager said, this guy has no tech experience. What are your thoughts? I just try and adapt. And it, it was just, it was really interesting to get some, some valid, just feedback. It felt good. Um, you know, without any previous experience to have a subject matter expert coming in and say you did awesome work, it felt good. Oh, so he did. So he gave the thumbs up. Yeah, he gave it a thumbs up. He eventually, yeah, yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> you, I was like on the on the edge of my seat here. Well, being early in your career uh, and, you know, going through that process, uh, everyone has advice for you, I'm sure. Has anyone ever given you advice that you've ignored or maybe uh, changed a little bit and uh, and then you were glad you you didn't take it maybe exactly as it was stated? And it kind of sounds crazy when I say it, especially in today's day and age with what we're living in. But the advice that I ignored was only look out for yourself. I'll repeat that again. Only look out for yourself. Someone told me that. And they tried to justify it by saying, you know, no one else is going to have your back. I just, I don't know if it's not what I was growing up, raised with, or it just seems like a bleak outlook. Mm-hmm. And, and like, yeah, it, it, I'm not saying throw a disregard, you know, don't not take care of yourself, but to only look out for yourself, I just thought was a bit bold because I don't know, my upbringing, it, it kind of took a village, you know? Right. And so I just, I, I never really, I definitely didn't even consider it. Um, you know, obviously I'll smile and nod, but yeah, the, it, the advice I ignored was only look out for yourself. And honestly, had I done that, Steve, we wouldn't be talking right now. We would not be talking. Um, I want to hit you with a hard one. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm buckling down. All right, let's do it. Best mistake you've ever made. 
best mistake. And I know this is hard for you because you might look at things not as mistakes, but as, you know, just things that happen and that you move around and are agile and, and just learn from. But is there anything you look back and go, oh, man, that seemed really difficult in the moment, but it was, I'm glad it happened. The best mistake I've ever made, and you're right about the mistakes thing. It's not necessarily a mistake. It's just something you do and you learn from. Mm -hmm. But uh, I hope this isn't a cop out. But it's it's the one that came to mind. And you said we're gonna be heavy hitting here. Yeah. <laughs> but I am. I listen. I I'm pretty pretty frugal. I wouldn't say cheap. I'm frugal. <laughs> I impulse bought. I'll repeat. Impulse bought a <laughs> pair of comfy jeans. I didn't need them. Steve, I didn't need them. I didn't need a pair of jeans. I've got six, you know, folded up nicely. I impulse bought a pair of comfy jeans. But it was the best mistake I ever made because they ended up being only $14.99. <laughs> so I didn't even have to feel guilty about impulse buying them. And, I, and Steve, I did the honest thing. I asked, I said, are you sure? I asked them to re-ring them up. <laughs> they checked again, $14.99. So I didn't have to feel that bad. But that is my best mistake I've ever made. I love it. Sorry if it's a soft one, but it's true. It's, hey, there's no judgment on this podcast. The answers <laughs> are the answers. That's it. Um, Good. Uh, so I'm interested. Uh, I don't know where to go after that, after that one. But uh, what, you know, and you've cited a number of things so far around. Okay. You, you didn't call it networking. and I And I don't know if you ever would because it's just very natural it seems from the outside very natural in how you connect and um and uh and engage with people but if you, you if you think about networking what does it mean to you and or what has it meant to your career so far i kind of first thought it was kind of like collecting you know collecting business cards like we're out here playing corporate pokemon trying to you know meet everyone and collect them all but it it's really, it's not like that. You know, I've been approached by um, people where without even like talking, they just are handing a card out and like expecting my back. And like, that's cool. Um, but like, I, I, I guess I'll bring back and see like, what are you trying to get out of it? Uh -huh. um, if you're trying to just meet people and you know, whatever, that, like that's cool. And I'm a social guy, um, but you know, it takes time. It takes intentionality. It's not just about how many people you can meet. It's not part of being part of the cool kids club. It's, you know, I don't want to say karma. Maybe, maybe just I, I, a, I guess, a little bit more of, of purpose behind it. Yeah. Intentionality or, yeah. or purpose. Yeah. That's, that's it. And I love the uh, corporate Pokemon. That's... Well, <laughs> I love it. You know, one thing I've realized is not everyone is going to like you, but the ones that do, you know, are real and, and where to focus your time on. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and but, but that's a two-way street as well. You know, it, it, and it's not all about us. It's not about well, what you need, Steve. Although it'd be nice, right? But no, it's, it's a two-way street. Yep. It's like, you know, life and business, there's a lot of correlations. Mm -hmm. And speaking of correlations. Yes. The big question. Uh-oh. Okay, so if you think 
if you think back to being a caddy, because I love that answer and I love how you portrayed that work. What you you alluded to it a little uh, a bit. What's the link from that to where to what you do today? What do you draw on? Okay. What are some of the things you draw on? I mean, a thirteen-year-old kid, you know, uh, joining a group of golfers, and you know, you're listening in on conversations. They're probably asking you questions. What What do you draw on that experience that helps you in your work today? I guess the first thing that pops to mind is just etiquette and rules. Mm-hmm. Um. So, as a thirteen-year-old, my workspace was an outdoor sporting office of people that were significantly older than me and it was leisure time, but I was on the job. So, um, you know, while they're having fun or, you know, doing what they're doing on the backside is, you know, I have to adhere to rules and and etiquette. Mm -hmm. And so just, um, I think what that brought around is awareness um, some of the awareness of what to do, when to do, what not to do, you know, all of that, I think I've kind of brought into the corporate world. Um, it, obviously not, not the same as being on a golf course, bringing it to the boardroom or virtually now. Um, but I think starting out and learning that there is a difference, um, that there's etiquette and rules, that it just kind of set a, a nice base for me. The second thing would probably be um, one of the tenants that River Run lives by is being driven. Mm-hmm. And normally we, we focus that towards our, our, our clients, but I would say, um, I also try to embody that and the drivenness comes from, you know, biking to work on your own time during the summer. Like I could have went and played with friends, but instead I was like, okay, I've got this morning free. I'm going to go bike to, a country club i'm not even sure if i'm going to get out the door for a shift to make 25 bucks at the end of a four to five hour round like you know what i mean like if i you hear that now you're like man that stinks but at 13 that teaches lessons yeah you know and that's a decent amount of money when you're that age it right and you're not having to spend it on anything so i could also talk saving Mm -hmm. um it, it taught a bunch of things i mean it Man, I wish I would have planned the answer to this question a little bit better, but it's true. I guess, you know, looking back on it, the caddying days really taught me a lot about early on what it's just like to be responsible and respectable and and what it takes to be respected. Yeah. I guess. Would, uh, would the 13-year-old you have, on a, on a good day of caddying, gone out and bought fourteen ninety nine jeans? That's, that's, the, that's the real big question. Would the 13-year-old me went out of impulse bought? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not, which is why it was the answer to your question. It was the best mistake. Yep. Because yep. even though I knew I didn't need them, I realized, I realized that, though. It showed me. I realized I didn't need them, but I was willing to, you know, because I understood the price of the dollar, let's do it. Yep. And there you go. The good karma came around, and they were only 15 bucks, so I didn't have to feel bad about it anyway. <laughs> all right, all right. We're gonna. Uh, this is where it gets serious now. You thought, all right. You, you thought it was serious. Yeah, you thought it was serious before. This is the yep. rap, rapid fire. 
rapid fire. Yep. Shoot them off, man. Okay. First thing that comes to mind, no judgment, yep. is what it is. Okay. All right. What are you reading, watching, or listening to right now that you would uh, want someone who's starting their career to take note of? Okay, the somewhat goofy answer right away would I, it would be listen to ACDC because it gets you pumped up and jacked up to do whatever you want to do. Yep. So if you're feeling down in the dumps, listen to ACDC TNT and then go make your calls and I guarantee you'll get like eight meetings. You're good. <laughs> um, <laughs> the real answer would be what I'm listening to. Um, Josh Braun is a guy I follow on LinkedIn. He's putting out a lot of good info on how to increase your um, your cold outreach response rates. Uh-huh. And ultimately, how to set more meetings. So that's who I would recommend, Josh Braun. Love it. What's your go? Now, I'm gonna say something that you're. If we, if this podcast went 80 hours, you would probably not bring it up. You're, you're a track star. Oh no! I was, I was, I was. Well, I, in in I'm sure in many people's minds, you always will be. Okay. You've got a ring to prove it. Oh, no. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so given that context, what's, uh-huh. your, what's your go-to food or drink when you need a boost? So I don't have to. Man, people are going to think I'm going to get some healthy. Okay. That's why I you did wanted it. it. You wanted it. <laughs> All right. My two, my two go-tos are chocolate chip cookies. Yes. Or sour cream and onion chips with, with water. The cookies don't, I know people think I'm weird. Listen, the, the cookies don't have to be with milk. Okay. I, I like to do water and the chips, you know, with the saltiness of I But you know what? I To give a little bit healthier answer, I have been recently liking bananas with peanut butter. Okay. It, 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 obviously, I will always be a go-to cookie guy, yeah. but bananas with peanut butter has been kind of the, it's been tasty, man. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, Instagram or TikTok? I used to post on Instagram a lot more. Haven't been posting in a couple of years, so currently TikTok just for viewing, just for a good old time suck. Got it. Yep. Same yep. with you. Yeah, it's fun. Do you currently have a favorite podcast? And if so, what is it? Yeah, I do have a favorite podcast. It's you might have heard of them. It's, uh, it's the intro with two N <laughs> podcast. Uh, kind of cool guy. He's he's all right. His he's name's right. Steve Glenn. I appreciate that. No, no, no favorite podcast other than you, my man. All right, all right, good. That's how I like it. Yep. Uh, yep. YouTube or Hulu? Ooh. Currently using YouTube TV. Had Hulu change to youtube tv because of sports but that might be changing up here because they're they're messing with it they're yeah. messing with the tv stuff it's always changing yeah that's changing yep all right um all right it, this actually i'm in, intrigued on this one too it, it, and here's how we're gonna wrap it up if, okay if you had a talk show who would be your very first guest You think I should have a talk show? I think you You're should. getting my mind spinning yeah. here. I think you should. And, you know, I'm wondering who that first guest would be. It could be anyone. The first it could guest. Be anyone. Okay. You know what? Can I also 
invite another talk show host on. Like I think a, that would be interesting. Like you kind of want a, like a sidekick? No. My first guest, I would bring on Jimmy Fallon. Oh, oh yes. Oh, like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, he's got great energy. He, you know, he would have been doing what I would be doing. So he would be able to kind of make me look good and like, give me, you know, good answers. He would know what's up. He would, you know, he'd have good stories. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think Jimmy Fallon. Perfect. Yeah. David, this was fun. Yeah. This was fun. I haven't haven't laughed this this hard in a while. So thank you so much. And uh, glad to have you on the podcast. Oh, it's an honor. It's an honor to know you. It's an honor to be here. And thank you, thank you, thank you for the invite.